Welcome to this episode of On Finding Peace, brought to you by Life's Journey Life Coaching. Our host, Chris Shea, is a counselor, nationally recognized speaker, and author on topics of guiding us to finding peace in our daily lives. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of On Finding Peace. I'm your host, Chris Shea, and on this podcast, we uh, talk about practical tips and ways that we can find peace in our daily lives, and I'm very grateful today to be uh, joined by a guest, um, and this is uh, Colette Carlson, and uh, very pleased to have her with us, and we're going to be talking on the topic of empowerment and what empowerment means and you know, why it's important and how we can empower ourselves. So uh, thank you very much, Colette, for uh, joining us. Hi, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, so, uh, you know, before we kind of really get into the whole topic of empowerment and uh, helping each other, if you can uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and why you do what you do. Okay. Well, I am a Reiki master in Los Angeles and I'm also trained in sound healing. So I work a lot with energy, uh, energy of the body and also energy of the mind and how we can link those two things together to really experience life in a pleasurable way as much as possible to navigate the ups and downs. Um, so I have started an online blog where I discuss these topics and different ways to empower ourselves through our conscious use of thought and activities and action and sensations in the body. Uh, my blog is called The You Power, and I also create guided meditations, which is just a way to relax and turn the body inward and find a connection to the self. and some time out of the busy, hectic hustle and bustle of everyday life, <laughs> which I'm sure everyone's familiar with. Well, we all deal with that, um, unfortunately. Um, for uh, those who may not be aware, could you uh, describe a bit about Reiki and you know, what, what that means? Uh, I know, you know the, the word is used often, but I don't know if everybody really understands it. Yeah, Reiki is um, uh, a way to describe a connection with the universal force of energy that's within the universe. It's in all things and everything and the connection of uh, that energy to our own personal energy, which is like chi or prana. And it's just about uniting the connection so that as we're going about our daily business and our daily life, um, we feel like we are one with, with the universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, this whole sense of connectedness, of, of being one, would that be part of what you're saying? Yes, definitely. And in that space, it just means that as we're making decisions and as we're uh, consciously activated in our actions and in our thoughts, we're coming from a higher vibration. We're raising ourselves to uh, like the universal energy and experiencing life from that place. Just is more mm -hmm. positive and um, 
helpful to be empowered. But it's not a religion. It actually it goes with um, and aligns with many religions. So uh, it's more just seeing seeing things as energetic in terms of frequency and vibration. Okay, and and I'm glad that you had brought that up because um, you know the. I have, uh, you know, as I would like to say, I think enough knowledge about Reiki and and energies and and the crystals to be dangerous, um, you know, in in that I, I get the theory of it and and what it does, but um, you know, I haven't really studied in depth, and probably something that you know would, would be helpful for me to to take a closer look at. But I know people have thought that it is its own religion, you know, and uh, when we talk about, you know, things like the, the chakras and energy and things like that. So I, I'm, you know, thank you for mentioning that it's not a religion and, and it can fit in with religions. Absolutely. It's, there's no limitation. Um, I'm actually a Christian myself and um, also I like some of the uh, thoughts and philosophies of Buddhism and all of these things as you, you draw together, you can um, bring them all in to apply to any, any context. So when you break things down to the level of energy and frequency, um, it's it sort of what we're talking more would be in terms of a feeling of pure love. So love is not limited just to one religion or another. It's, we can all say we know that feeling of complete love or complete joy or complete happiness and so that's not limited to religion and just like reiki is an energy of of wellness of being of self of truth and all of those things so it's sort of uh is immersed and and spread across all religions right exactly um again back to connectedness uh, then that's one of the themes of mine is, you know, is that we're not alone. You know, we, we do have, uh, those connections. Um, so, you know, one of the things that had, you know, really attracted me to, to bring you on, uh, to, in looking at your website and reading the blogs, you know, when you talk about the empowerment, um, what, what is important for you within empowerment and how did you, kind of get involved in focusing on people or self I should say oh yeah well that's a really good question I feel like it's a constant practice so it's something that I'm mindful of every day is how can I choose this moment and be in this moment to be empowered um, and it all starts in the head so that's where my philosophy is choose your thoughts wisely because they have the ability to serve you or hurt you and if we're in a situation that's favorable, it's quite easy to choose the positive thoughts. However, if we're in a situation that's unfavorable, it can be somewhat easy to start thinking negatively or let our thoughts have power over us. So the you power is all about just taking back that power over your thoughts and choosing consciously, mindfully, the thoughts that are gonna serve you in this, this moment. So if it's, um, waiting in a line or being stressed out or having a bad day or something not going to plan. It's using that situation as how can this serve me? Perhaps it's just to take a break, to take a breather, to take time out, or perhaps it's to learn something from that challenge, to be aware of yourself, how you deal in situations to improve and get better for the next time a situation like that is presented. So for me, 
this journey started when I think I realized somewhere down the line that I had lost my power. And that could have been working in LA. I was out here focusing on music and in the entertainment business. I was putting myself out there a lot for other people's approval and for other people mm -hmm. to choose me or, or pick me in auditions. And before long, I think I had given other people too much power over my self-worth or my self-value or whether I was good enough. And so my thoughts really reflected that space of just not feeling so good about myself. And in that space, and I think like all things in life, it's when we go through something emotionally challenging where we find the strength to be able to bring ourselves out. <laughs> you know, when we're in the darkness, we find the light. And it was through my own journey of finding empowerment of how can I go to auditions that I can stand in my truth and be strong and be proud of who I am, but also not need to adapt myself to be what I think they want me to be, but to be, this is me and to be empowered in that from a place of truth and authenticity, not a place of proving myself or showing off. It was just from a pure and natural place. And as I developed that practice and was mindful of it and bringing it into my daily life, I realized I was also sharing this knowledge with friends that were going through similar things. And then friends would invite me to speak with other friends to share this knowledge. And then before long, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I need to reach more people and put it online. But at the same time, I'm still going through those daily moments um, that are still challenging and, each, each moment is empowering me further and further. So I wouldn't say it's like the, <laughs> the end all answer of um, now I'm the empowerment guru, but at the same time, I'm very mindful of it. And there are situations that come up to challenge us for our empowerment. And then, you know, we're always uh, moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that's a great point because, you know, when people look at, uh, you know, others as, you know, the guru or the expert or, or whatever, you know, that unfortunately put the, this, you know, uh, I don't know, moniker or whatever on, on people like that and say, well, they must, you know, have figured it all out, you know, but, you know, what, what I find <laughs> is, is, you know, the, the, the best guide is, is that one who's still trying to figure it out, you know, so. Oh, definitely. I feel like there's a quote of, um, you can't help others until you learn how to help yourself. And so in mm -hmm. helping myself and, and doing that on a continual basis, the things that come up for me are the things that I can share with others. So it's almost like um, I have to practice what I preach. And in preaching it, I also practice. So it's a good cycle to be in. It keeps me mindful and keeps mm -hmm. me uh, strong to stay empowered. Right. No, exactly. And, you know, that, that's one thing that, uh, you know, I, I think is important for people to hear that, you know, you don't have to have it all or have reached this, you know, certain apex and, and then say, all right, well, I, I can go and share my message, you know, but it's, you know, we all have something to share. And, uh, you know, if, if we can understand that in, in the sharing of that message, we, we can help ourselves and others. Uh, you know, maybe we can encourage more people to, you know, talk about what their struggles are and, and what they're doing to get through the struggles. Absolutely. I mean, this, the struggle is there really to challenge us. What are you going to make of this? So you have the choice, really. Are you going to use the struggle to suffer and um, be miserable? 
or you're going to use the challenge to strengthen yourself and strengthen uh, your own connection with yourself and your belief in yourself and your trust in um, God or the universe or whichever um, connection you have, but that you have the choice. And that's what the mm-hmm. you power is. It's, it's your power to make a good situation or a bad situation out of anything that happens. Right, exactly. And and that's one of the things, you know, I'm always trying to get my clients to understand is, is you know, we do have those choices, you know, we're, we're not stuck, you know, we, we can choose it. But one thing that, you know, I, I hear often, and, you know, felt myself, you know, is it, it's easier to take that known choice, even though it's not good. For um, how have you found it to get around that, you know, that, you know, with, with your own life, you know, if, if you've struggled with, let me just keep on this path because I know it versus let me make that choice to the tougher path, although it's going to grant me the peace. Yeah, I think um, the main thing would be trust because a lot of the time we go with the, the safety of what's known, even if that hasn't worked for us in the past, it's familiar. and so we repeat the pattern because we don't trust that perhaps if we tried a new move, it might be better for us and appreciate that the unknown is actually serving us for our best. Right. So, but there, there are definitely ways, um, I think to, to stay positive, even if, um, you know, in the past, it's been easy to think more negatively. There's there's a lot of different ways that we can connect with ourselves to just stay positive so that when things like that do happen, we're more likely to make the positive choices. Mm-hmm. Do you, can you think of any, like, off top of your head for our, our listeners? I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just did. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think as um, in our natural state, it is quite easy to be in a state of stress you know we've got so much going on around us and so many distractions and technology and marketing and lifestyles that we feel we have to attain or there's there's a lot of stress that's put on us and with jobs and careers and finances and all of these things family kids you know we've, we've all got these things in our life and so quite naturally we're in a state of tension and we hold a lot of things in and so perhaps that's why we're repeating cycles or going down a path that's familiar, even if it's not in our best interest or serving our highest good. So the best way to stay positive is just to try and release some of that stress because our really our born natural state, like a baby, is one of purity, it's one of innocence, it's one of freedom, it's, it's one of curiosity and openness and acceptance. So if we can release some of that stress and just find ourselves uh, tuning in more with that element of the the baby inside of us, which we all do have, believe it or not, it's still Mm -hmm. there, (laughs) then ways to tap into that is just to slow down. And I know this sounds really funny, like in this busy world where we're racing around, but if we can take just a few minutes out on every day, whether it's in the morning or in the afternoon or before bed, to take a bath or to have a cup of tea or just to walk outside in the grass, just to unwind, just to take three deep breaths or 
to do something that you just enjoy, whether it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes, it doesn't have to be uh, and another thing that stresses you out in the day or it doesn't have to overtake your day. Mm -hmm. It's just finding those, those moments for yourself just to turn inward and connect to yourself and just to release some of that stress and that build up. And I, I see it kind of like tuning the instrument. If we're all instruments in an orchestra, we all need our five minutes every day just to tune in so that when we play with the other instruments, we're in a really beautiful harmony. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that, that makes perfect sense. And uh, I really like that analogy, um, you know, because, you know, who hasn't been at a, a concert or, uh, you know, orchestra or whatever, where the, they're not, you know, tuning up beforehand. So, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, it's, and, and it really, you know, goes back in, into, you know, that notion of the self-care that, we're, we're so busy in, in our world that I think we've forgotten, uh, you know, how to take care of ourselves or the importance of taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. And do you know what the, the sad thing is? Um, what I think is that people think taking care of ourselves is the treat and it's kind of the last priority, mm. you know, of, Oh, well, I, I won't spend that money on myself to have a massage or I won't give myself an hour to go for a run or, or take a bath or relax or, Oh, I don't deserve to sit down and put my feet up. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's the last priority and it's seen almost as um, an embarrassment. Like we're the first ones mm -hmm. to say how much money we're making or what car we're buying or uh, all of these material things or um, financially, but, Yet we won't say, you know what, I took the whole day off to do nothing but read a book. That is kind of seen mm -hmm. as an embarrassment or something, you know, like you should be ashamed of, oh, you have time to read a book. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's, you know, I, I think who, who out there can't relate to that example? Um, yeah, that we, we've been trained in this society that if we have that leisure time, then we must be doing something wrong. You know, we're not working hard enough. Uh, exactly. But the irony of it all is, you know, I, I'm old enough to remember when, you know, computers were the babies and just coming, you know, around. The promise <laughs> was as the computers, you know, grew into our lives, we would have more free time and we would be less stressed. Uh, I don't mm. think that promise has come true. <laughs> That's so interesting. It's almost the opposite. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, people were talking, you know, if the computers can do it for us faster, then, you know, our work days will be shorter and we won't be using up as much paper anymore because everything will be on computers. And I, I don't know if I'm printing any less than I used to. And I'm definitely working harder, longer hours because the computers allow me to. Exactly. Or well, we get stuff done quicker, so we take on more. <laughs> that too, you know, so that, that whole thinking, well, great, I saved three hours. What can I do with these three hours? You know, and, and put in another job or, or more work. So, well, what would you say, you know, to, to empower somebody to be comfortable with, you know, just relaxing? you know, and, and reading that book and, and getting out of this cultural cycle of, you know, if, if you're not producing, then, then you're not worth something. 
Again, it all starts with the thoughts. So giving ourselves permission to say, it's okay for me to have this time, or that this time is important, or as productive, or as beneficial as the seven, eight hours of work you're doing every day. You know, so um, definitely start in the thoughts of just giving yourself permission and allowing, allowing that time and not seeing it as a bad thing or as um, a, a guilty pleasure, seeing it as this is the most important thing I can do with my day and spending that time on it. And I think, especially if you do it at the beginning of the day, you just release that stress, you have some time to connect to yourself and you come from a more present place and a calmer place. So as you're going through the day, it doesn't matter what comes your way because you're already equipped to be able to deal with things in a much better frame of mind. So in, in your practice, have you found that having that morning routine consistently has made that change? Honestly, yes. <laughs> um, the days when I kind of forget to to do that and I realize, uh-oh, come mid-morning, like something's stressing me out or I feel a bit frazzled and I think I forgot I forgot to have uh, some, some me time. So mm. I'll just step outside, I'll walk down the street without my phone, look at the flowers, look at the plants, look at the sky, listen to the birds, and then I come back in this fresh, rejuvenized place and then things just wash over me a lot easier <laughs> but again it's a practice it's like all things you have to uh, just take every day as at a time and and just do what you can with what you've got and, and I really like what you're saying that you know if you do forget in the morning you know at some point throughout the day when you do remember make that time to you know work that routine you know that I, I guess in, in that sense, it doesn't, if it's a morning routine, it doesn't have to be stuck to only the morning. You know, you could do it later exactly. if you needed to. It's kind of like we, we go and work out for our bodies uh, to strengthen our muscles and to get the endorphins flowing and the blood flow to all our organs. So this, what I call me time, is like a little workout for your mind, just to get focused and get clarity, uh, to find a calm sense of presence and uh it's sort of like a sharp sharpening your pencil but um boosting your mind muscles and it mm -hmm. helps it helps with everything so exactly if you if you forget in the morning it's fine to do it um later in the day or in the evening but it's also fine to do it in the morning and later in the day and in the evening so you know it's just how how much are you willing to work out and like anything, the more you train your muscles, the stronger they get. Um, I'll tell you, I, as a, a regular routine, in the morning, um, before I get out of bed, I take um, 11 deep breaths, just where I focus. I count four beats in, hold for four beats, and then I breathe out for eight. Once I've done those 11, I can get up and start my day, make my breakfast, shower, do all that stuff. And then in the afternoon, um, after I've, I've done a lot of work meetings and um, creativity and all that stuff, I go um, and make a cup of tea maybe around four o'clock because I'm British and I love tea. <laughs> but that can be coffee, that can be, um, you know, your favorite drink of choice. Um, it could be a snack, whatever it is. And I just sit with my tea for those 10 minutes that it takes to drink and then just thinking about 
what I've done and just allowing myself to be in that moment, enjoying each, each sip and just giving myself some, some time to reflect. And then in the evening, um, if I don't do a yoga class, um, then I might just go out on the street and walk around. So none of these things cost money. It's all, um, right. you know, it's all, it's all free. <laughs> and I'm sure you can find, find your own um, enjoyment too, because that might be knitting or that might be painting. It might be cooking. You know, there's so much um, presence in just chopping vegetables and getting in the rhythm of the chopping and all, all of that like is a kind of meditative state. Uh, it could be even in traffic, just waiting, um, I don't know, on the freeway, where, wherever wherever you live. I know in LA, there's so much traffic. So it's a, a good time to, to get some mindfulness. But I uh, just look around me and take in where I'm at. I think of things that I'm grateful for and just uh, like be in that moment and surrender to the fact I'm being forced to wait. But it doesn't have to be uh annoying <laughs> you know right. it, can, it can be an, an enjoyable wait when i think of uh people in my life who contribute and uh, uplift or i think of things that i really love to do and i just enjoy that time but it, again it's it's free and it all comes from your mind so it's all about just finding that state of mind that can bring you joy and that can serve you through the day so a lot of it might come down to changing your perspective on, you know, what's happening with you at that moment. So like you say, you know, with, yeah. with the traffic, it's, yeah, you know, I, how do I change my mind from I'm, I'm irritated, angry and everything else to the, you know, let me find, uh, you know, this as a meditative moment, um, especially Definitely. in LA. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> that's, that's the constant practice. And and I think once you just um, you get familiar with one thing and you think okay I've got this I've nailed this and then there'll be a spin and it will add in some something else that kind of throws a spanner in the work and you're like okay now I've got to get this down so it is a continual <laughs> practice but again it's it's about strengthening those muscles and once you've uh, you you know you're just increasing the the weight lift each time and you're getting stronger and stronger. Right. Which kind of brings up a, a question and, you know, when you talk about, you know, strengthening the muscles and, you know, it, it seems to me that people are, are very gung-ho about the, the physical exercise and, you know, nutritious diets and you hear all of, of those things and, and people are, are apt to do that. But what we don't think about is that mental health, you know, that that's not the first thing that people uh, I, I'm not 100% sure why. I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but you know, it's so vitally important, but yet we focus on the body or on nutrition, not on the mind. That's such a good point. I do think, however, that things are slowly starting to change. I think there's um, more and more awareness on the, on how the power of the mind can change whole situation <laughs> or change your thoughts change your life I think now a lot of um, things are coming up for this so slowly and surely I think there's going to be more classes for mindfulness and more uh, focus on our thoughts and uh, the the stories that we tell ourselves in our head you know it is it's so important to get that story right the way that that you need it to serve you rather than uh, hold you back in life so 
I do think things are about to change, but um, I definitely, uh, I, know, I know what you mean. It, it should be more, uh, more current or more universal than what it is right now. Um, but maybe that's uh, the next generation. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm really hoping because um, for a lot of reasons, but but yeah, I mean, to me, it, it just, you know, kind of makes, you know, sense that if, if I'm going to work my body, I'm going to eat well to support the body, uh, but, you know, I forget about what is, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, yeah, so hopefully, right, that, that does come out as these generations move on and, you know, um, but that would be nice that, you know, people look at that and say, all right, where, where's the gym that I go to that works my brain muscle, you know, type deal. Mm, exactly. Cause even the, the strong power that our thoughts have can be reflected in our bodies. You know, so if we're thinking unhealthy thoughts or negative things, then we can hold that in different areas in our body. You, you, you see people's facial expressions if they, they look like they're scowling or hunched shoulders or just tension and a stiffness. You can see that physically in someone's body and, and that's coming from the thoughts that they have about themselves or the world around them. But equally, you can see it uh, in the reverse when there's a really positive person and you see how their body language is much more open, their facial expression much more softer or uh the um the feeling of wellness that they bring and i think that now as we've been thinking a lot about our physical body's health and the nutrition what we're eating to aid and support that health now we're sort of going to the next layer which is how can we also adapt our thoughts to be able to support the health in our bodies too right and and the, that all goes back to what we were saying earlier about that you know, connectedness, you know, that it's not just that we're connected with the universe and with each other, but the connections within our own body, you know, we're, we're not headless, you know, and uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. How, how is all of that connected? It is so amazing. The more I think about the power and that the body has and what it does, you know, when we're asleep, how all the organs are detoxifying and recharging and restoring and digesting and when we uh, hurt ourselves, how the immune system is like straight away, everything is automatic and completely naturally designed to, to keep us in this state of wellness and state of health. So I think the body is just such a miracle what, what, it's, what it's doing for us every single day. And um, there's no doubt that there's so many connections happening within that we, we don't have to... Um, organized or we don't have to be in charge of they just happen automatically but what one thing mm -hmm. we can be in control of is the thoughts and um, those connections are also linked with body connections so it's kind of like this whole cycle where everything like in, invisible threads are sort of coming out from everywhere and they're all linking up in this huge network the, the mind how, it just <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, our, our whole bodies, you know, as, as you were just describing, you know, really just, you know, blow, blows my mind. I mean, it, it's, you know, that, that it can be so intricate and do what it does, uh, you know, but that's a lot where that mindfulness comes in where, you know, maybe 
it, it's important to spend some time in, in appreciating that and recognizing that, uh, you know, and maybe even, you know, honoring our body for, you know, what it can do um, because it, it does do all of those things without us, you know, thinking about it, it just does it. It, it you know, it, it's, it's amazing. I don't even know what more to say. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Um, it's so intelligent it's so intelligent and sometimes you know our mind can get in the way and we're thinking about things too much and uh yet our body is just doing all of these things automatically assisting us to 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 get through life um you know protecting us and supporting us and giving us health and wellness so uh the thoughts that we can control we we can definitely um direct them to supporting our bodies too and and sort of adding that layer of health mind body and spirit right yeah which i I think is so vitally important that you know we don't forget any of those uh you know factors uh you know in that um so if there were somebody listening uh you know to the podcast who's kind of you know, on the fence as to, you know, what, what you know, like, I, I kind of want to do something to help myself out. I'm not too sure. Um, what, what might they do right now that can kind of push them over to that empowered side and, and actually start to make changes in their life? One of my absolutely favorite things are affirmations. And I'm mm. sure you've discussed them um, already on your podcast, but just if we can repeat to ourselves uh, the story or the thoughts that are positive, uplifting and inspiring, then they become automatic and they can influence and impact our life in so many transformative ways. So if someone is really going through something, um, I would want to tell them you are a good person. So if they can repeat, I am a good person and tell themselves every day, I am a good person. I am a good person. I'm a good person. They start to believe and because they are, what's happening is the the old thoughts or the negative beliefs have taken over and replaced what's true here. So if you can tell yourself you're a good person and find other affirmations that uplift and support you, like you are talented, you have a lot to contribute to the world. Uh, you are loving, you are kind, you are supported by God, by the universe, by uh, however, uh, whatever connection you have. And just keep these affirmations on repeat. Um, like my body heals itself. If, if you're not feeling well, you can tell yourself my body is, um, is healing and supporting me for my highest good. There's, there's a lot of, um, power that affirmations have once we repeat them as much as we can and if we hear ourselves going back to our old thoughts we just stop them let them go and come back to the affirmations so as Mm -hmm. we spoke about before morning routine whether it's breath or having a cup of tea or going outside for a walk I also double up with the affirmations so as I'm doing that I will be thinking um only good things and if you put the I am in front of them you're talking about yourself so mm-hmm. say I am loving I am kind I am healthy I am happy I am supported and I am fulfilled and you just start to 
feel those thoughts taking over and really increase your vibration and good feelings and positive uh, vibes. And it does really affect the day in a good way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of things can affect the day, but we want it in a positive, healthy way. <laughs> Exactly. It's so easy to, to make excuses for ourselves with our thoughts of like, oh, I can't do that, or I'm not good enough, or oh, I'll never be that, or oh, that will never work out. But what we're trying to do is replace those thoughts because they're not true. They're just on repeat on this broken record, but that's, they're not the true story. That's just the negative story that we get trapped in telling. So when we replace them with, I am talented, I can do that. I I'm doing that I or um why can someone else do that you know and not you so to give yourself the power of, of believing in yourself and saying these things I am strong <laughs> I am you know if you're mm -hmm. in the gym working out you can say I am strong um and just use them in any shape or form during the day then that would be my one one tip if you are going to take anything away <laughs> have your cup of tea and say your affirmations <laughs> it, it sounds wonderful <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, free now, again, now we have to convince know. well exactly <laughs> well we have to convince people yeah. now to you know take the time to have their cup of tea and, and do the affirmations so or if it's coffee, I'm sure, you know, I, I think Americans drink more coffee. So people have the time to drink a cup of coffee in the morning and just say a few affirmations to start the day. And before you know it, they'll start increasing and increasing and coming up in other places. And then they get to be the stronger thoughts and they wipe out the, the other ones that aren't so useful. Mm -hmm. So as we, you know, kind of look at what we've talked about and, um, is there anything that you think, you know, we haven't covered that's important for the audience to know? Um, I would just, I'm sure we've covered it, but I'd just like to remind everyone that you have the power to be empowered. Mm -hmm. Perfect. That, that would be <laughs> a great affirmation. <laughs> exactly. I have the power to be empowered. There we go. I like it. We'll we'll have to put that somewhere in in the uh, podcast write up. Um, how can uh, people find you if they want to learn more about you, get in touch with you? Well, my website and blog is www.theupower.net, and there you will find lots of inspiring, empowering blog posts and guided meditations. And if you're users of Instagram or Facebook, you'll find me at the U Power. Excellent. Thank you. Um, yeah, and, and I do encourage people to go check out your website and the social media. Um, you know, there is a lot on your website, uh, you know, and, and a lot of good things for people to be able to download and read and learn about. And so I, I do encourage people to uh, visit you there. And, um, that this really has been uh, very insightful and uh, I really appreciate the time that you've taken to uh, be with us and uh, you know, thank you for sharing insights with us. Thank you. And I'd also just like to add that I love hearing from people. Um, 
I think that uh, I, I, say, I love hearing from people and if anyone wants to leave me any comments or um, connect through any of those sites and share their stories or share their own tips for empowerment or um, their own advice and insights and I just love hearing them so um, yeah I would really look forward if anyone wants to reach out. Excellent. Excellent. Well, again, thank you for your time and, uh, you know, really appreciate all of your sharing. And thank you for your time and for the lovely conversation today. Thank you for listening to this episode with Chris Shea. Learn more about Chris Shea by visiting his website, www.lifesjourneyblog.com.